Good morning, everyone. If the children haven't already gone out to Sunday school or kids' church, they can go now. Oh. Do you trust God or man? Throughout our lives, we will have many difficulties, some more than others. But during those times, we always wonder, what will I do? Where should I go? Our human reasoning will add to our confusion. I'm going to share a little bit this morning about how important it is to trust God and allow him to give you the directions you need. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just ask that my words will be your words. In Jesus' name. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not upon your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord with your life. Don't try and do everything. If something comes up and it isn't of the Lord, you may be heading for disappointment. We've just had Christmas last Wednesday, our Saviour's birthday. And look at Mary, she trusted God with her whole life. What the angel said to her about having a baby, what did she say? I am the Lord's servant. May your word be fulfilled. Lean not upon your own understanding. Don't try to analyse everything. We are sometimes too smart for our own good and we think we know what's best for us. No, only God knows what's best for his children. God sees the big picture all laid out, but all we see is dot points. Let me give you a few scenarios. If you have been let down by family or friends, of course you may find it difficult to trust them and let alone trust God. Perhaps you've prayed and prayed for a situation to improve, but in fact it got worse. Perhaps you've prayed for healing or healing for someone else. But as the years went by, nothing changed. It is only natural to say why. I've said that many times. We don't have the answers, but we know God has. So therefore, we need to trust him. When people let you down or lie, you are hesitant to trust them again. God doesn't lie and God never, ever lets you down. God feels our pain but he also has to nurture us and show what we need to do and we have to wait and that's very hard sometimes. If you're not hearing from God, there may be a reason. So in that case, get a few people you trust around to pray with you. God wants us to trust him in every circumstance in our lives, even when those circumstances are difficult. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that it'll be handed, you'll be handed everything on a plate. God's timing is not our timing. And this is where complete trust comes in. It is the result of maturity, a spiritual richness, when you have closeness with God. God gave his all for us, but we moan and groan over some stupid thing that happened to us and we won't forgive and we won't move on. A child looks at his or her parents trustingly. When a father swings his child around playfully, all you can hear are giggles. That child knows that they won't be dropped. Why? Because of the trust and faith the child has. Do you see God like that? God says, trust me. 
I love you and I'll never fail you. Do you see him as the loving father who wants to spend time with you, wants to hear your laugh, wants to hear your stories and how you're feeling? Yes, God is like that. He wants you to talk to him as you would your earthly father and share everything with him. He wants you to get close to him. And that even means getting angry sometimes. He knows. So it, gets, it actually gets it off your chest. God's name for himself is El Shaddai, God Almighty. And he is a mighty God. Many people find it hard to trust God as our Heavenly Father because their earthly fathers have let them down. Trust God because everything he says will enrich our beings. In order to trust God, you have to get to know him. And in order to get to know him, you've got to spend time with him. God knows what we need before we even know ourselves. So to enable God to meet these needs, we have to take our eyes off ourselves and look to him, to trust him. He promises to provide through his abundant grace and mercy. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. And in John 14, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Jesus' words were always encouraging. He doesn't want us to be downhearted or to worry. He wants us focused on him. And therefore, here again, you need to get into the word and spend time with him. We cannot trust unless we know to whom our trust is for. When Jesus was crucified, he promised his disciples that he would never leave them, but they didn't understand what he meant. He sent the Holy Spirit as a comforter. The sweet, quiet whispers in your ears that will enable you to trust a mighty God. These whispers are the Holy Spirit telling you which way to go, what to do. So listen. Now in Romans 15 we read, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's easy to trust if everything is going well in your life, but when your life suddenly takes a turn, as I pointed out earlier in those scenarios, you find it a little bit more difficult. God's 24 hours are not our 24 hours. So we tend to try and hurry God up. And when nothing happens, immediately we do our own thing and make decisions which inevitably will be the wrong decisions, especially when our emotions are concerned. Remember Sarah and Abraham and the promise given to them that they will have a son in their old age. But Sarah was impatient and couldn't wait, so she decided to take matters into her own hands. And what was the result? Ishmael, Palestine. That was the result. Now remember the Frank Sinatra song, I did it my way. Do you want to do it your way or the Father's way? In Jeremiah, we read, this is what the Lord says, cursed is the one who trusts in man and whose heart turns away from the Lord. But in verse 17, but blessed is the man who trusts in God whose confidence is in him. And John 2, but Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all men. He did not need man's testimony about man, for he knew what was in man. Now in this latter verse, 
John didn't, Jesus didn't mean he didn't love them, but he knew who he was in God. And therefore, he didn't need to rely on man for man's approval. So why do we always want to please people instead of God? God says to look to him, our Heavenly Father, as he knows what's best for his children. And remember that other beautiful song, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face. Well, that is exactly what he wants us to do. Look to him for everything. Look at his beauty, his holiness, his wonder, his amazing love, and you will trust him forever. Come to him and say, Abba, Father, I love you and trust you in all things. Sometimes he shows you a path to take, but then it might change. He might even take you off that path. Don't get despondent, for he may have done it for a reason. He may want to strengthen your faith, or it could be a test. He mightn't do what you want, because it may not be the right thing for you or the right timing, but he will show you the way. Look at those wonderful men and women in biblical times. They had their faith stretched to the limits on many of the occasions, but he didn't give, they didn't give up. And look at King Hezekiah. Oh, he was a man who loved and trusted God. In 2 Kings we read, Hezekiah trusted in the Lord God of Israel. There was no king like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. Isn't that tremendous? And you only have to read the Psalms to see how much David loved and trusted God. Here are just a few of them. In you I trust, O oh my God. Trust in the Lord and do good. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn. And those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken but endures forever. Now in Canberra, quite a few years ago, I decided to start a home-based business in training men and women in commercial subjects and computing. I have done that in the past, as it was my profession at the time. Anyway, I prayed before resigning from my job and commencing this new venture, and I believed it was meant to be. The verse I got at the time was the one I started the message with. Trust the Lord your God with your whole heart. I was excited. I had a friend who did my business taxes, etc. And I also landed a couple of business contracts. One was Vizio, the large cardboard organisation. They'd opened an office in, Can in Queanbeyan and asked me to train their receptionist. I got clients from advertising and, of course, word of mouth. I'm not going to go into all the details, but after a few years, things began to change. A community centre was established in the town centre, not far from me, and started offering free computer courses. Not long after that, TAFE opened in the town centre. So, with free courses and subsidised training on offer, my business took a nosedive. So I started to doubt myself. Was I wrong? Did I hear from God or not? 
This is what Satan does. He puts negatives into your mind to turn you away from your heavenly father. To say things got a little tough is an understatement. I was forced to look for temporary work as an executive assistant, fancy name for secretary, only to learn that the Prime Minister at the time had cut back on government spending, just like they're doing at the moment by joining the government departments together or abolishing them. He cancelled all temporary contact, contracts, which included administrative ones. For a while there, I so survived on rice and peas. We didn't at the time have any of those wonderful grocery outlets to give you free food. I made sure, however, that my cat was fed properly. <laughs> I also had a mortgage, but thank goodness I was ahead with payments. Anyway, after a lot of prayer and months later, I secured some temporary work as an executive assistant with government departments, and one of these jobs led to a permanent position. Did I wonder whether I got it right? Yes. Was I concerned? Yes. Did I worry? Yes. Did I wonder how I was going to manage? Yes. Even though these doubts reared their ugly heads, I didn't, my trust didn't waver. Even though it appears that nothing is working out for you, you are not alone. We have all had thoughts like that, but stand firm and trust God because he will get you out of the mire and put you on solid ground to face another day. God is there for you. Say after me, God is there for you. When my business officially shut down, I was so disappointed. More negative thoughts came into my mind. You are a failure. You're stupid. But God is a loving God who doesn't want you in that position. He never fails and he will lift you up onto the mountain where you have a clear view of his beauty, of his creation. He says, this, my child, is what I give you to enjoy. Just trust me. We're only human and God knows you. However, if you trust him, he will pull you through every time. I believe there is a time for everything. And in Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. Perhaps the business was right for a season and then God wanted to move me on. I never regretted the decision and enjoyed the personal contact, client contact I had. When Daniel and his two companions were thrown into the fiery furnace, Daniel trusted God for whatever the outcome was going to be. The same when he was thrown into the lion's den. There was no hesitation. He just trusted God. God will never let any calm come to you as long as you keep your eyes fixed on him. Before you step out, ask God first. Wait. And if you feel excitement, go ahead. But if there are doubts and the Holy Spirit is saying definitely no, don't go ahead. In Micah 4, we read, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. Trust God with everything. Don't hold back anything. And sometimes when things are going fine, which people don't seem to need God. Everyone's going on, you know, happy as Larry. And so we don't trust God until something goes wrong. We need to joy to draw near him and be with him all the time, whether in the bad or the good times. Now, you trust your life with your family, trust God with your family, your job, your finances, 
the way you dress, the food you eat. Now, you're going to probably say those last two points, the way you dress and the food you eat, are weird. But let me explain. God created you. He formed you. He knows you, therefore. He is interested in every facet of your life. You are important to him. Therefore, he is interested in everything you do. He says, Adrian, I know you. I know your strengths and I know your weaknesses. But if you let me, if you trust me with your whole being, I will be with you when you go through the hard times and I will rejoice with you when you experience the good times. I will be your protector and your provider. Another beautiful hymn that we don't sing very often is Trust and Obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus when we trust and obey. In Hebrews 2, Jesus said, And again I will put my trust in him. And again he says, Here am I and the children has, that God has given me. I, my friends, God is yearning for you. He cries out for you to just trust him. Trust God so you will make the right choices with the help of the Holy Spirit. And as you grow and mature spiritually, you will find that your faith will be strengthened just by trusting that God has everything under control. When we trust God, we also need to seek him diligently. Isaiah says, my soul yearns for you in the night. In the morning, my soul, spirit longs for you. When your judgments come upon the earth, the people of the world learn righteousness. Don't put your trust in man alone. It is easy to turn to someone when things go pear-shaped, and that is not a bad thing, don't get me wrong. We need people to talk to, to encourage us, and vice versa. But God is right there with you, so why not turn to him and say, help? He is waiting in the wings for his beloved to say, help me, daddy. And that's what Abba means, daddy. Joyce Meyer has a popular saying, go to the throne, not the phone. Which is very true. When sometimes something drastic happens, we instinctively ring someone instead of handing it over to God. And as I said before, I'm not saying don't go to people, but make sure you ask God first. God put these words in Zephaniah's mouth relating to the future of Jerusalem. On that day, you will not be put to shame for all the wrongs you have done to me, because I will remove from the city those who rejoice in their pride. But I will leave the meek and humble who trust in the name of the Lord. And then verse 17, he will take delight in you and you, he will quiet you with his love. It's beautiful, that is. By putting your trust in God, he will give you his grace to push through and overcome whatever problems you face. He takes delight in you. So why is it so difficult to turn to him and trust him with your whole heart and soul? In the book by J.I. Packer, Knowing God, he shares a quote by Joseph Hart, which I'll finish with. This Jesus, the first and the last, whose spirit shall guide us safely home, will praise him for all that is past and trust him for all that's to come. Let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.